Okay, so this is Tarek and Leah. Um, and today we're going to be talking about our presentations in sociology and sports for Dr. Fana's class. And Leah is going to kick us off. Hey guys, so um, in my presentation, I talked a little bit about communication and how it's deep rooted in sociology. Um, and Tarek, you mentioned that sociology or that um, communication with the teammates are really vital for really any team sport. And you talked about how not only players have to gather information, but how they communicate that information that they gather to each other. So what are some different ways that players can communicate to each other? Yeah, so you see communication in sports a lot of different ways. Um, just going back to the video that I showed you guys in class, um, you saw Tom Brady flip the receivers and then bring the running back inside. And he did that with just a simple hand gesture. So the receivers had lined up on the side and they were watching him um, and he just flicked his wrist and they came inside. Uh, he also communicates to the linemen with simple three word phrases and numbers. Um, so that's another way that he can um, use his, his visual and audio signals to communicate to the teammates. Um, personally, when I play soccer, I can really quickly communicate to a teammate that I want the ball by saying uh, here or ball. And then if they have an opponent running towards them, I can really quickly say man or man on to let them know. So most communication in the sports world gets shortened down to really quick phrases or visual signals that can be quickly and accurately conveyed in order to win. Yeah, that's interesting. In tennis, we actually do that too. You know, we go net or back and switch and we just know what we're, each other are saying. So that's really cool to see how like other sports can do that as well. But you also mentioned the idea of success and failure and success versus failure and what the public opinion of, is about such failures and successes. So what challenges or even awards can players face and receive in response to public views and opinions? Yeah, so the, the fastest player that I've ever seen go from a beloved public figure to a really hated one is Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Um, when I was in high school and middle school, and really as long as I can remember, everyone thought that Aaron Rodgers was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But recently, uh, he hasn't performed well on the football field. And when you combine that with him doing things like blatantly lying about his vaccine status and telling the media that he was immunized when he, in fact, was not vaccinated, um, as well as many of his unpopular political takes, um, he's really become a very unlikable superstar when most sports superstars are very likable. Um, but something that's really interesting is I think that if he had kept the same immunization status um, and kept the same political takes, but he had won the last three Super Bowls, the public perception of him would actually be very good. So as long as you're winning in your professional sport, fans and leagues tend to forget the negatives, which is really interesting. But once you stop performing, um, they'll tear into you really quickly. So you see this with football players who have done horrible things like domestic violence or getting drug charges. Um, but if they can help the team win, they'll most likely get signed and the fans will just forget all of the, the terrible things. Um, I wanted to ask about your presentation really quickly. So one quote on your slides say that uh, creativity showed potential power and innovation of a country in the 1950s. So therefore it was viewed as a positive aspect in society. 
I wanted to link this to my presentation. So this kind of reminds me of the World Cup in soccer, where every country comes together to kind of establish their dominance. Um, what's another example you've found in which people in power are really determining what and what not is creative? Well, I mean, even Gary R. Stevenson, the CEO of Major League Soccer, gets the chance to choose what ideas to share and what direction that the Major League Soccer is going to go like head towards. Um, so with a CEO having that power, having that creative freedom and that liberty, it falls onto him and on his team. So, you know, he gets that creative liberty and that freedom to choose and say what is creative. Um, but then even more so in society than sports, you know, any leader of anywhere, any country of any time influenced the public opinion somehow, you know, they had that creative liberty, they influenced the public, however they saw fit. So in history and in every aspect of society, whoever you find in charge, them in the their direct circle, they're going to be the ones that get to choose what they see is creative and innovative and the next big thing. Yeah, that's that's actually really interesting. Um, I was also looking lower in your PowerPoint when you were talking about nature versus nurture. Um, and I was kind of thinking about how that connected to my presentation. Um, so this is kind of just a, a theoretical, but I'm wondering, do you think if people like Michael Phelps are good at swimming because he was born to swim? or because he trained harder than everyone else, or not specifically just Phelps, but any athlete, are, are they um, born to play their sport or did they just work harder than everyone else? I mean, I think that's really hard to determine if athletic ability is nurtured or if it's natural. Um, but I think that both aspects come equally into play. I mean, take women's gymnastics, for example, you don't see girls out there who are six feet, 200 pounds of just pure muscle, like flipping around. You don't see that gymnasts that we are like known for winning medals and are famous in the public eye competing in the Olympics. They're tiny and they're short and they're thin, but they're muscular. And so not only do they have a natural, easier physical, like physical advantage or the nature to flip around and do those things but they also need to be nurtured you know they have to get that training that they need and the ability to even pay for the expenses that the expenses that come with competing to be the best in your field and eventually in the world you know awesome yeah i think that was a really great answer um all right well that's all the time we have but we uh thank you guys for listening and have a great day